Hi, this is Matt Welsh with SpiritualMediaBlog.com, and today I am honored to have Ariel Ford with me. She is the author of The Soulmate Secret, Manifest the Love of Your Life with the Law of Attraction. Ariel, thank you for joining us today, and welcome to the show. Thank you. So, curious, why did you uh, decide to write The Soulmate Secrets? Oh, that is kind of a long story. I never intended to write this book, but what happened was... 20 years ago, I learned a lot of different manifestation tools and techniques that I had always used in my career with great success. And then 12 years ago, I decided to see if they would work on my love life, and they did. They worked brilliantly. I manifested my soulmate. We got married, and we lived pretty much happily ever after. We're still together and never had any intention to write this book, but what happened was my sister, who is a best-selling author and a workshop leader, Debbie Ford, asked me to spend 45 minutes talking to a couple of hundred of her students and to share with them how I did manifest my soulmate. And by the time I was done with that talk, they were all asking for the book. <laughs> so um, it sort of came out of a need more than any desire I had to write it, but it was a lot of fun to write. I have more than a dozen friends who've used these same tools and techniques to manifest their soulmates, so they share their stories in the book. And I even have the story of my 80-year-old mother-in-law who manifested a soulmate five years after her husband of 55 years passed away using these same techniques. So I have lots and lots and lots of proof that this works. That's fantastic. And um, a soulmate, what exactly is a soulmate or how would you define one? Uh, For me, a soulmate is somebody who uh, you can completely be yourself with, somebody that you love unconditionally, that loves you unconditionally, and when you look into their eyes, you have the experience of being home. Great. It's great. Do uh, Do you think we're destined to meet our soulmates, or what role do you think destiny might play in helping us to find our soulmate? Well, I think that if you really want your soulmate, that you need to be proactive about it. Because somebody once a long time ago made up some stupid story that you only get one, (laughs) and that's just not true. You actually have some influence over the path of your life. And so if what you say is that you desire to manifest a soulmate, there are things that you can be doing to make that happen. Now, you can also sit around and hope that, that you have one that's destined for you that's going to just find you and that there's nothing for you to do. But um, that's like saying if you want to become an Olympic gold medalist, you can sit on your couch and hope for that as well. One part of the book that I really liked is you talk a lot about the relationship between destiny, faith, and self-effort, and what are uh, some actions that people could take today to help find their soulmates? Well, one of the first things you want to do is clear up the past. So if you've got a broken heart from somebody in your past or you're still angry or resentful towards somebody in your past, you really need to clean that up. And so the first part of the soulmate secret is all about forgiveness, forgiving yourself and forgiving the people that you believe injured you in some way. So that's a really important first step. Then you want to get very clear about the type of soulmate that you want. You want to make a long, soulmate, what I call a soulmate wish list. 
and write down the traits and qualities that you would like them to possess, as well as a description of the lifestyle you're going to lead. So if you're somebody who's very athletic and training for a triathlon or a half marathon, you're probably not going to be happy with a couch potato, right? <laughs> or vice versa. If you're a couch potato, you don't want somebody who's spending a good deal of their free time doing sports. So you want to get extremely clear about what your life with this person is going to look like so that you can add that to your wish list. And once you've got your wish list together, then I think it's important to create a ritual or a ceremony to release it to the universe. And what I ended up doing was I decided that I would release my list on a Friday because Fridays are the day of Venus, goddess of love and beauty. And I wanted to do it down by the beach where I live. So I took my list down there, I reread it, I said a prayer over it, and then I burned it with the intention of releasing it to the universe, and then I scattered the ashes in the ocean. And then I took myself out to a really nice gourmet lunch, and I ordered a glass of champagne, and I toasted my soulmate and told him I was ready for him to show up. <laughs> so that's right. one of the first steps you can do. And so how did how did that uh, work? work out for you like do you mind talking a little bit about how you met uh, your soulmate Brian? sure um well after i released my list i then created a treasure map or some people know them as a vision board and that's when you take a piece of poster board and you cut out pictures and images and words from magazines that really represent or are the visual representation of the future you're creating and you make a collage out of them so I made this very beautiful treasure map, and then I put it on my altar, which was in the relationship corner of my home. And there's a big section in the Soulmate Secret about feng shui techniques because I think it's really important to clear out the energy in your home and to prepare the energy in your home so that it's receptive to bringing in a soulmate. And then I also uh, used some energy clearing techniques to get rid of the old, stale energy in my house. And there's several ways you can do that. You can hire a professional energy healer or shaman, or you can do the Native American technique of smudging, uh, which I describe in detail in the book. Or one of the simplest, easiest techniques is on a nice sunny day to open all the doors and all the windows and get out a broom and then imagine you're sweeping out all the old and negative energies from your house and just go through the house room by room and sweep that energy right out the door and right out the windows. So after I did that, I also began doing what I call living as if. And this is a process where you believe in every cell of your body that what, what you've asked for is on the way to you. So I had asked for my soulmate to join me in this life. And I started to live as if I knew that were true. And the way that would show up was I would, I would imagine if he were really going to show up tomorrow, my posture would change. I would be standing up straighter. I'd be smiling more. I'd be friendlier. I started to buy greeting cards that I would give him someday. I bought some tickets to concerts and plays that I knew that we would go to in the future. I know one woman who did this process by... Uh, cooking dinner for two every night, and she would set a beautiful table and light candles and play music. And within three months, her soulmate was sitting at the table with her. So those are just a few of the things I did to bring Brian into my life. It sounds, that sounds like really good ideas. 
and um, he, it sounded like uh, he had a little help, too, in the form of a dream the day before he met you. Yes. Um, he he started having dreams about me three weeks before we met. He actually saw me in his dreams. So on the day that we actually physically met for the first time, he pretty much freaked out because he had seen me <laughs> in his dreams. and. We ended up getting engaged three weeks later, and then we married a year after that. Oh, that's great. That is so cool. Um, how do you think that works? I mean, what do you think um, inspired him? What led him, do you think, to have those dreams of you? I mean, there's no way you can know, but I'm just kind of curious. Well, I think, you know, my intention was very clear. And, um, you know, my, I think my intention was so clear and so strong that uh, it impacted him in the ethers somewhere. So who knows, you know? It's hard to say how these – it's actually not even important to know the why. Right. What's important is that you have clarity within yourself and you know what it is that you want to do. Yeah. And then you do the steps. So, you know, throughout the Soulmate Secret, we offer literally dozens of of processes and rituals and prayers and feelingizations, and you have to decide which ones are right for you, which do you feel right to you. You know, like when you make the soulmate wish list, if burning your list doesn't feel like the right thing to do, there's lots of other ways to release it. I had one friend who, who folded her list up into a tiny little ball, and then she put it inside a pink helium balloon and took it to an open field and said a prayer and then released it to the heavens that way. You know, I had another friend who wrote her list out on a beautiful piece of stationery and put it in an envelope and under her mattress. And I know other people who put their lists into a Bible or a favorite spiritual book, or if you have an altar in your home, you can place it on your altar or under your altar. Whatever feels most right for you is the way to go about it. Yeah, that sounds great. And um, why do you think um, people struggle at times to find their soulmate or true love? Well, you know, there's a lot of people that are addicted to suffering and they don't even know they're addicted to suffering. It's just, you know, things have been bad in that department for them for so long that they're just used to it. And they're, un, you know, it's sort of an unconscious thing. They're not trying to be miserable. <laughs> they yeah. just don't know um, how else to be. And there was a really good example of this recently in the movie um, Last Chance Harvey with Dustin Hoffman and Emma Thompson. And in this film, it's about a middle-aged, two middle-aged people who had never really been lucky in love. And they find each other, and there's an attraction, and then there's this whole breakdown. And then he goes to find her to declare his love to her and say he really wants to try and have this relationship with her. And she has this meltdown and starts yelling at him, saying, you know, you're just going to leave me, we'll get together, and then you're going to tell me that it's not working out or you need your space and I just can't do this, I don't want to be hurt again. And then she stops and she looks at him and she says, I'm just not willing to give up being disappointed. Oh, wow. And that's where a lot of people are. They're so yeah. used to being disappointed that that's actually easier on some level. You know, so you have to look and see, you know, have you had so many disappointments in love that there's a part of you that's more comfortable than trying again. And if you're there, 
it's not a bad thing. You just, you know, that's why God made therapists, you know. <laughs> Therapy really works. And if, you know, if you've had the same, um, you know, pattern showing up over and over again, then maybe you need to get some professional help. Right. And then, and then like you said, there's we have more than one soulmate, so maybe if we struggled in the past, we might find our soul our soulmate should, could show up any time. Right, absolutely. And there's, you know, there's different types of soulmates. I mean, the soulmate secret is really about romantic love, but then there's lots of other ways to have a soulmate in your life. Like, look at Oprah and Gail King. They're a perfect example of best friends who are soulmates. You right. know, you could have a child or a coworker or another family member um, that's a soulmate to you. Because if you look at the definition I gave you of soulmate, it's somebody you can completely be yourself with, you know, somebody you love unconditionally who loves you unconditionally. Right, so, right. Um, you know, you can have more than one soulmate at a time. You know, I don't. there's just some crazy, um, you know, theories out there that you only get one or that there are only certain ways and I just don't believe that. I I agree. I agree. Um are there do you are you offering any additional materials or programs um uh, regarding the soulmate secrets? Well, um on my website I have a lot of different video and stories and stuff to read and then I also have another product online at soulmatekit.com. And it just depends how you like to learn. If you're reading a book is the way you learn, then get the book, The Soulmate Secret. But if you're more auditory and visual, uh, The Soulmate Kit has a DVD and three audios and a workbook. And it's essentially the same material, slightly different. The Soulmate Kit has some interviews with other experts that the book doesn't have. And that's completely downloadable uh, to you know put on your iPod or whatever. And that's available at soulmatekit.com. Oh, cool. Is the DVD, does that have the interviews on it, too? Uh, no, the DVD is just me talking, but the interviews with the other experts is on audio. Oh, cool. Can we? And where can uh, we get the Soulmate Secret? Where is that available? Oh, it's at bookstores absolutely everywhere right now and online at the online bookstores, so it's it's everywhere. All right. Well, I would definitely encourage people to uh, read the Soulmate Secret. I read it, and I really liked it, and I'm just really uh, grateful that Ariel took the time to be with us today, and um, Ariel, is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with today? Yeah, just this thought, that I know for certain that big love is possible for anybody at any age if you're willing to put in a little time and intention and attention on the process. You know, it worked for me, it worked for my 80-year-old mother-in-law, it's worked for a dozen of my friends. So if, you know, if you really want a soulmate, there's just a little bit of work to do. Most of it's a lot of fun, and you can make it happen. Yeah, exactly. That's what, another thing I liked about the book is it, it was fun to read. There were a lot of the stories, and they were really um, heartwarming, but they were also entertaining. So it is a, it's a really fun process. Oh, good. Well, good luck. You'll have to email me when you manifest your soulmate. I will. I'll look forward to sending that e- I I'm looking forward to sending that email. Oh, great. All right. Well, great to talk to you, too. Okay, you too.